welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is main man, aka Crazy Crockett, aka Andre's Podcast, the Crazy Dre Podcast Show from the West Michigan. Here I'm with my buddy Sean again. Hey, it's great to be here, Andre. How's the weather outside, Sean? Isn't it hot, humid? What's going on? I think it's a little humid. I think it's well, it is July, and Michigan's always known for the humidity. But we were very blessed for a nice. Kind of relaxing weekend. I mean, yeah, you went. It up. wasn't too humid. I was supposed to go down the river for a buddy's daughter's birthday, and us just getting down the river. But it's gonna be postponed again. Probably be postponed to August, which might even be better because that's when it's even hotter and humid. So we decided to go out and shag some balls and get on the um, baseball diamond and play fast pitch softball and slow pitch softball from a pitching machine and. Had a good time. There was about 10 people out there. Yeah. So, yeah, I had a good time. I had to go to see a show at the Permanent Scheme. I got to see uh, this band, Ficus, that was at the, uh, I think it was a Festival of the Arts about a month ago. And I liked them. Do you think it was sold out? Uh, no. Right. I, the venue probably could fit about 250 I think the only, the, you could tell that people showed up towards the end of it. And there's probably maybe, well, I think about 400 people can fit in there. I bet only about 200 people were in there when I was at the Pyramid Scheme watching Ficus. Ficus, you know, it reminds me a little bit of uh, a little bit of Jimi Hendrix music. Uh, but the guy, I thought, I thought the band was a little bit soft at at, at points. And so you were a little disappointed. Well, I was hoping that the the guy would say more of his songs, and because their instrumental is really good, but I don't I don't know I I would personally probably try to find a a person that can actually sing and have some part of vocals. But overall, I think I give the band eight out of ten, or okay, like that's a B plus B or average. in the music world, you give them a, out of a five stars, probably four stars, easy. Yeah, that's, okay, but, that's yeah. very respectable. Yeah, yeah. So, folks, let's talk about baseball. Let's talk about this awful weekend that I went to bet. And basically, everything went down to the pooper. For example, so today I made a bet with the White Sox and the Braves. Now, one of my parlays I had, plus two and a half, the White Sox. And, yeah, sure, I may have won that bet. But the other parlay that was more detailed, the Braves got killed. Demolished. And the Braves lost today, too. And they're supposed to be, like, the second-best team. Yeah. And since we're talking about the lovely gambling atmosphere here, well, we all know – we're just going to pull this out of baseball for a second. Um, I've been gambling on life quite a lot lately. Um We've already talked about my addictions in recently. I've been going, I'm 12 days away from seven months being sober from drinking. Um, but let's talk about this. But gambling wise, I didn't have uh, insurance on my car and I didn't have a license and I'm doing the right things with the sobriety court. But I got pulled over today. Um no, I had my taillight fixed. I had uh, wasn't speeding. I was at a light. Oh, I'm sorry, I was at a stop sign, and um, 
and lol. And the funny and ironic thing is I was going to go to a fucking AA meeting, which I love. I have a lot of friends there and it, it makes my day better. And then I got pulled over and I was, uh, officer comes up and says, okay, your license and registration. I said, I don't have either. Um, well, I have registration, but I don't have, you know, license and insurance. He said, okay. Um, I said, where are you heading? I said, I'm heading home less than two miles away. He said, well, make some phone calls, came back, was very blessed. Um, officer didn't tow my car. Um, got a warning on no proof of insurance, but unfortunately driving without a license is a misdemeanor. So we'll see what happens there. Um, so let's talk about this. So you're, because you were, uh, uh, went to AA, but addicted to alcohol. Do you think that you actually are addicted to alcohol or do you think you just go on a streaks where you're just like, no, I believe I'm a hundred percent. I mean, I drink, I drink, I drank too much and I was not the best person. So. So the real question is that when you start drinking, you can't stop. Correct. So even if you are like know that you're over the limit of your uh, any alcohol level that will pull you over, you just won't stop drinking, or is it just? Or, and I mean, you could stop. I or, mean, but just, are you like emotional? Is it more emotional drinker, or do you think that you're just like? Because I'm talking to people. Yeah, yeah, I have that same problem too. A lot of, yeah, I get what you're saying because a lot of times when I'm at, you know, at the bars like the Glass House and there's a, there's a kid I talk to about tattoos and life. If he and I are talking, I'll have another drink. Um, fortunately for me, I'm almost able to just cut it off, but my body starts to kind of feel really, yuck. So for me, I'm lucky that my body tells me to kind of just shut it off. But back to the whole thing you were talking about gambling. It was a rough weekend for you. Um, yeah, man. I, you know, other than doing the sports books betting and all that stuff, uh, I had a, I mean, I've been gambling on life anyway with no insurance. And people have been telling me at least get insurance on your car. And, you know, at least I had my taillight fixed. You know, that could have been a worse fine today. Um, unfortunately, I did get pulled over with a suspended license. I didn't deserve it. I did deserve it. I mean, I mean, obviously it was a slow day in Lowell and I'm not sitting here complaining or bitching. I, I've been gambling, you know, for the last few months without a license. So I'm just hoping that it doesn't affect the other stuff because I am going the right way. So we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, yeah, you are. I mean, it just, it, it just, I think a lot of times it's like, I think with people like us, when we don't have a, a significant other or another purpose of life it becomes very like we have to find other ways to entertain ourselves and there are better ways i mean if you can um i mean i'm for if you can condone you your 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 gambling you're fine like you have done a very good job you ended up winning right off the bat and you haven't deposited when you got your account all the way up to 400 and now you're maybe at 150 or 200 but you haven't deposited in three months. I mean, so well, yeah, you've but, done a very good job. But the thing is, like, you win big. When you win big, you win. Yeah. Where I'm not a big better. So a lot of times when you put bets together, you can profoundly win 5,000, 1,000, and then and you can make up for everything that I lost then, before. Exactly. But with me, because I'm such a, a stickler, I'm 
how much money is going in and out, I won't take that $30 bet of six different, uh, 16 parlay to win 1000 or 2000 or whatever. So Which, I mean, it is different. Is, is this better because look at the way, I mean, obviously you're a little bit more financial status is better right now. Um, but I'm a, I think a lot of my financial status is because I was had to pay a lot of, you know, Court fees, court fees. No. yeah. So, but a lot of times, like but I've ruined a lot of things with both both addictions. Well, yeah, well, yeah, you got relationships, issues with relationships with your parents, uh, your brothers, fiancés. I don't know if that's right. Brothers, my own brothers. Brothers, a little, brothers different. a little bit different. He's a yeah. fucking asshole, and he's a worse drunk than I am. Yeah, yeah, that's totally different. Anybody that wants to attack, here's the biggest issue. I want to say. I've been coming out and I have no problem anytime I want anybody wants to ask me a question about any of my addictions. I've, I've come to that realization. I don't care if it's the first day I met you or if it's a, I've known you for months and days. I will admit that I have addictions. I have been very good and I don't ever want to touch alcohol ever again. I won't even drink. I mean, if I know something is an alcohol and even if it gets cooked off, I don't want to, I don't want to touch it. Yeah, it's pretty um, good, man. But I mean, I'm, 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 I'm really starting to think maybe I need to take a few months off and gambling. Um, because yeah, well, my dad's I, 81 years old. My mom is not. And it has ruined a lot of things. So, Well, I think the thing is, like, you were driving to point A to point B. And if you didn't drive your car, I don't think the gambling would have been one way or another. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I It's think, easier to gamble now because you have abs. Yeah, it, it is easier. I mean, you know, I haven't but, been to the casino other than when I go see, you know. Yeah, you got yeah your buddies out there, but that's the thing. Like, you have time. You have friends in different cities that you go see. So I don't think I think the thing is if he lived in Holland, you would have got pulled pulled over somehow too. I would have been pulled over somehow anyway. They yeah. were they were looking for the car. Yeah, so they knew I lived in Lowell. Yeah, and it, I. I don't know if there's a correlation of your addiction to alcohol is with gambling or well, is, I mean, or is you kind of can say, look at, I've spent since December, I have not had car insurance. So yeah. I've gambled every single time I got on the road. I admit it. I will hundred percent admit who the, who the F drives six months without car insurance. There's a lot of people that do trust They me. do, but it's not the smartest move. No, it's not because there's people at the old bar that I used to, Hang out with, and it's the same thing. A lot of people yeah. uh, know that I've have haven't had a license for two, five, or even seven years, and drive without a suspended license, and haven't been pulled over. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. It's just so. It's just doesn't it, mean they're gamblers, but I am. Yeah, you're you're much more of a risk taker because you are. I think you're a really optimistic personality, so you don't think that you can. I don't think. I think you know that you can get caught. But I think you're really optimistic that, that you can get out of it or you can talk your way out of it or you can get the. And it's not that I want to talk myself out of it. Yeah, but it's I, just, you want to know something? Maybe looking back on, the, on this, maybe if I would have been slammed one time worse than what I have, maybe I wouldn't still be doing it. I don't know. Well, I mean, I, 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 but the way that my mind thinks, I probably would have still been doing it. I don't know. Well, I, well, I think I think well, I think you're going somewhere with this. I think if you had to spend time in jail, time in jail, the first time that you got, or even the second time, or this the second time, I think your perspective would have changed completely. 
that then you would just like, oh, maybe I should first get my stuff together, then then see how much money I have to gamble. Or that way you don't even have to worry about doing anything that's not illegal. You would have insurance. There's been times that I have literally been down to my last 10 or $14. And then you won. See, that's that's a true that's a true gambler right there. That's something that I mean I mean everyone, Am I scared shitless though? I mean Yeah, you are because you I think sometimes you play better when you're about to lose. Some people just do. Some people don't play real well when they're winning and then when you were winning you you kinda lost it all. But you were losing it all because of the situation that you were in with your fiance, correct? That's when you start losing I wasn't money. Happy, yeah. Yeah, you would start losing. Well, you bet big, and you kept betting big, and you lost the, a lot of money when you were in that situation with your ex. One of the very worst ones was when I was in India. When I was in the, uh, um, yeah, not Robin, but the other one that I didn't even wasn't even happy, and I was teaching out special ed in Colorado out by myself, and didn't have anything other than the girl. But she was dealing with bullshit with her ex. But I was gam- when I lost. Who who the fuck loses twenty k in a weekend? Yeah, well, there's a lot of people do because a lot of people have a lot of money. But in your case, you didn't make that enough money to just be okay to losing twenty thousand in a weekend. In a weekend, yeah. Where other people alone, probably a year. Yeah. So a lot of people who are going to lose twenty thousand k in a weekend are millionaires and billionaires, and they don't care. It's just pennies of the dollar. Right. But I think, I think what you're coming to. I think maybe you make it, maybe you're making a, re- a realization that your gambling is based on complete boredom. Complete boredom, I guess. Did, is there ever a time that you ever looked at games and said, "I have no effing clue who's going to win," but you still made the bet? And even after you did your research, like I did, I do my research. You know my stuff. How I maybe do my, when I do my one to threes, just yeah. to add an extra team to get more money. You know? Yeah, but think about this. Think about this. The last time you saw me, I was what? On my computer, writing the stats down of the teams that I was looking at. And then what makes you and I different is that I will see a game that I have no idea and I won't even touch it. And then the games I do win, the, the, the games I do pretty much do my research, and I have very much confidence, I do win. But I don't Sorry win to get a little bit better at that. But. I don't... I. But I don't win big, but I win. I win like fifty bucks here on the three or four game parlay, or I win twenty bucks on a two two game parlay. But f- for example, you like like you will take the over uh, the the minus one and a half or plus one and a half, where I'll just take the money line, which really doesn't make a lot of money anyways. But but after today. I have gotten a real shell shock, and now I am. Yeah, you just a little more scared than what I was ever because. Yeah, because I am just starting probation, and part of the list was supposed to not being to drive, and before I even meet my judge, and even before I meet my probation officer, I. Got to tell him I got pulled over, but the officer just said it was just a slap on the wrist other than a possible fine for no suspension. Um, the car is locked up now. I mean, 
We're not using it. Yeah, I just, I feel like, I mean, but your luck has probably dried up. Is point. I am. Your luck am has dried up. Definitely now, admitting to my probation officer tomorrow instead of her having a shell shock. Yeah, you got to, that's the number one thing you got to do. Tell her right away so she gets to see it so that then, then she can work on what she can do best for you. And then what I would, if you have to spend time in jail, which I'm thinking that at this point you probably would, or a huge or a bigger fine, I would either take the bigger fine or see if you can do it on the weekends. Yeah. The only reason why I know that is because when I spend my less than 24 hours in jail off my first and only, thank God, DUI, which turned into OWI, I think, I don't know why that happened, but the, the guy that I was, I went in there on Friday night, the guy that, was in another room over, I mean, the next uh, bunk over, he said, oh, yeah, I got to do this for the next six months. The worst thing is getting pulled over and going into jail on a weekend because you're not going to go in front of a judge until Monday. Yeah. You get pulled over in the middle of the week, you got a better chance to get out. Yeah, that's what happened to me. And my dad had to come up with 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks. I had to pay him back. That's worse. But the thing is, I got lucky that my judge didn't give me a, a bigger fine. And then because it was my f- first and only uh, court appearance, he he even had me go to AA. And when they saw that I wasn't, like, ta- uh, I didn't need alcohol to to function, they just canceled my AA. I mean, I... Which is a little different with, than you. With, with the drinking, I know that there's no... No more grace periods. I have used all my nine lives of cats because with three DUIs and never getting a felony and always being on a first offense is a freaking miracle. Yeah, it is. It is because the courts, I think the courts are changing a little bit because they used to be more aggressive with DUIs, but you haven't hurt anybody. You haven't hurt yourself. So I think that was a, a beneficial thing. And, you know, I just feel like there's times where I used to, like, I'm happy. Well, I should just say this. It is. It has made it a lot easier for me to stop drinking every other two or three days since since you stopped drinking. Because now that you don't drink, that means I don't have to drink around you. Or we don't drink together. Right. So you when or you've been ordering teas almost every time we go out. Yeah, I mean I have to because well you don't have to. I don't have to, but you know what I've noticed that I'm getting sick of waking up in the morning and trying to take a piss or a shit. Well, I could take a piss, but it's like 500 pisses a night, which is horrifying. And then of course if you're dehydrated, you could be sitting on the toilet for kingdom come. So. That's just nonsense. So back to, you know, let's go back to the whole baseball thing. Baseball's been a tough year anyway. Baseball is really tough. Look, folks, let me show you something. So the Braves lost to the White Sox. Two out of three. Two out of three. But here's the thing. Cease pitched to, uh, today against the... Pitched out of his mind, no, didn't he? Yeah, but against the Braves, which is amazing because when I looked at that game, he was he gave up a couple of runs the last game and I've noticed that even watching uh, Major League Baseball they were saying that he wasn't having a great year but 
In reality, I just don't. I mean, their team it, sucks. It was yeah, their team sucks. But it actually, it was been a, it was a real tough weekend for the two top teams. Yeah, because the Rays lost two out of three too. Yeah. So I, which I, we all know what that means. Here comes the birds. Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, Originally, like, they were down fourteen games and fourteen games. We got a tie game. The uh, Angels were up three to one in the seventh, and we just got back to back home runs. Astros three three. There you go. Um, but anyway, both number one and number two lost this week. But anyway, about my Baltimore Orioles that I love. They are one game out of leading the American League East, which is the best division in baseball. Yankees, Rays, Red Sox, and O's, all over four or five games over 500 plus. And the O's were down 14 games about a month and a half ago. So it looks like Kyle Bradish takes the win. He basically pitched... Yeah, he was. I mean, he did he did an excellent job. I I I'm you no know, watching Baltimore. It's really surprising because in the beginning of the year they just killed everybody. Young guns. Yeah, they killed everyone, and then there was a time, just about a month and a half before the All Star, they kind of started to slow down, and then they weren't scoring at all. So baseball is really streaky, but Baltimore, you know, they might be the team to beat. For that division, I mean, I don't know anything about much about the Yankees because the Yankees they lost last night, but I think they did they lose again today on Sunday. They might have. Well, let me see. Yankees lost again in eleven innings, eight to seven. So. I mean, again, I picked the Yankees to win, and I picked, I think I picked the Texas Rangers. Rangers came back and won. Yeah, they came back to win, but that that doesn't help me when the Yankees lose. And I, who who pitched? For who? The Yankees. Didn't Cole pitch? No, that was last night. Cole pitched last night. Well... Yeah, you did. So, I just feel like I feel like baseball. Ever since they changed these rules, it's not the obvious sure, you picks. You are right. Cole did pitch today. Yeah, that's that's, that's what I thought. And he I didn't get the loss though because no. he only gave up one run run and pitched six innings and had a great game and had eleven Ks. Yeah, so the bullpen lost that game. Yeah, the Yankees bullpen was pretty good in the beginning of the year. I think they're struggling again. But I think that's always going to be the Yankees' problem. And I think Aaron Judge is still out. And I I just don't I just don't know about the Yankees. Yankees is a tough team to bet against and for because they have a little league baseball field. So anyway, can it? Well, I mean, well, it is. It's just like the right field. Is it left field or right field? It's right field. Yeah, it's like the ball just carries. It just always does. And to be honest with you, I don't know why the Yankees, and the Yankees got a great bullpen, so I don't understand how they're, you know, not doing so well. I, they're only Judge, one and a half out of the last wild card, though. 
Judge they didn't get judged back fast enough. If Severiano can pull his head out of his ass and stop losing every freaking game, <laughs> one in six or one in five, whatever dog crap that he is. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the Cubs lost too. Yeah, the Cubs lost again. They lost bad, eleven to four or eleven to five against the Red Sox. Eleven to five to the Red Sox. Red Sox is another team that. Keeps pumping. They won the last seven out of eight games. Yeah, and they just you know they don't look like they're gonna win. And then the next game, I think they lost the night before, ten to four. And then here I'm betting against them because Steele is pitching or pitched for the. Yeah, Steele is nine and three. Yeah, and he, God, he get not he got rocked. He got rocked. I can't even explain it to you. So that's another bummer for you. Well, actually, you know what? I was wrong. Yeah, Sean was right. Texas Rangers came back. And I kind of picked that game, too, because I I just didn't see Cincinnati, I mean, uh, Cleveland scoring enough runs. And they don't have a great defense. And their bullpen's kind of Since you brought up Cleveland, though, can I say something that was kind of cool last night? Yeah, go for it. Naylor, the Naylor brothers, it was really cool. Both of them hit a home run in the same inning. Oh, really? Nice. Both in the same inning. Not the same game. In the same freaking inning. Baby brother, big brother hit a home run in the same inning. Nice. I mean, it would have already been cool if they would have hit a home run in the same game. But to pull it off in the same inning, well, even cooler. What was the last time that happened? I don't know. The last time I uh, had a good time with your mom. Hey. hey. Sean put a mom <laughs> joke together. I always give him the mom jokes. We haven't had one in a while. <laughs> Yeah, it's really just inappropriate for me to talk about your <laughs> mom that Ric way. It's Ric Flair. Woo! Woo! Yeah, it is. So, the A's, I took the A's plus one and a half. So, they covered, but they still lost. So, Minnesota Twins are now 47 and 46, I think. And I... Tigers are like five games out. Yep. And the Tigers lost two to zero. And the the young kid well, they Olsen, took two out of three this weekend against Seattle. On they the did. Road. They did. Olsen, the rookie pitcher, hope to God that he stays healthy, please. Now, Detroit Tigers have such bad luck about their starter pitchers that get hurt. Rod, Rodriguez has just came back for Detroit. He'll probably be traded within Didn't the. Didn't your com- boy hit a nice home run yesterday? Madden, that, that young kid. Yeah, a carpenter. He you hit like two of them. You like both those kids. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I really do. They're, they don't look strong, but they I, they have bad speed. So they see the ball real well. I do think that Carpenter, Kai Carpenter, and I think his name is Nick Matten, they could go into the gym in the offseason and kind of off up a little bit. I think that would help their game out. Just a little bit. I don't. I don't want him to get all totally like Mike Trout strength because Mike Trout is. I think that's part of the reason why he gets hurt so much because he's too Mike big. Mike Trout hasn't even hasn't even made a full season, has he? No, but that's the thing. I really think that Aaron Judge, Staten for New York Yankees as well, and Mike Trout all have one thing in common: they go to the gym way too much and they get bulky. <laughs> And what happens is you can't. Do you know what happens when you get too bulky? You you can't swing through the pitch. So that means you're 
your your swim speed or the how fast you swim the so bat slows down. And then what happens is that the curveball sliders are out of the strike zone. Those guys are pulling the you know, their backs. I really do think so. I I really think that if you look at people like Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, uh, any of the Yankees are like Yogi, uh, uh, Mickey Mantle, and the Giants guy. What's his name? Hey, Willie Mons. Mays. Willie oh, Mays. Mays. When you see those guys, those guys, you know, they probably went to the gym here and there, but you can tell that they didn't have enough time to go to the gym every single off day. So they were never bulky. They just had bat speed, and they just had pure talent. And I really do think that's part, part of the problem with sports right now. These guys are way too fit and way too big, and when you go to the gym too much, you don't give yourself enough time to recover. You just don't. I really think that. Probably right. So we got the L.A. Dodgers and the New York Mets, and it looks like Scherzer. Mets got the victory in the twelfth inning, right, buddy? So Scherzer did not get the win. I don't know who got the, somebody else got the win, no. but the Mets won. They ended their four-game losing streak, and they knocked off the Dodgers. Uh, the Dodgers had won six straight. Yeah, I know it's weird about the Dodgers is that they don't look like they have a great team to me. I mean, they got Mookie. Freddie Freeman, Max Muncy. Yeah. You but, got Clay and Kershaw. You got a bullpen. That's all they have is Kershaw. Well, Kershaw is not even pitching right now. Kershaw is out for like 15 days. He really well, have Urias, but he's... He's like, well, man. in the beginning of the year, he was great. When he got hurt, when he came back, he's not doing so well. Same thing with the Detroit Tigers. I keep going back. But Detroit Tigers, Robinson. No, I mean, um, Rodriguez. They got your boy, J.D. Martinez. Yeah, I know. God, I miss that guy. I really do. And since, how's Cincinnati do today? They blew a 3-1 lead to the Brewers. And um, the Brewers won their four straight. And uh, they lead the division now because they swept the Reds. Wow, there you the go. The Brewers have came out. Brewers played well. If you had a pet, wouldn't it be cool to have Cincinnati in the playoffs? Yeah. Who who would you rather have, Milwaukee Brewers or Milwaukee's Cincinnati? Been there. Have the Reds. Yeah, yeah. I want to see. So the teams that I want to see in the playoffs that haven't been in a long time. Baltimore. I definitely want Baltimore. No questions asked, right? Yes. I definitely want – it's been a while for Texas, so it would be kind of cool if Texas got in. Mm-hmm. The Marlins, I want the Marlins. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun to watch. I want the Reds. Yep, that'd be great. And I want the D-backs. Yeah. Those are five teams that haven't been in the playoffs. I don't even care how far they go. I just want them in. It'll make the playoffs interesting. Yeah, because it'd be good for baseball to have different teams. It'd be awesome if the Dodgers choked and the Giants won a division and the D-backs took second place and the Giants and the D-backs are both in because that's the best pitch. Both those teams have the best pitching in baseball and the Dodgers don't make it. Yeah. However, the D-backs... all three teams make the playoffs. Well, the D-backs are struggling a little bit with hitting, right? Releasing two... Of the, four straight. Yeah. So, I don't know how much further the D-backs can go because... I don't think they were one of the original teams to even be considered to make the playoffs, correct? Hell no. 
So, all right. So, let's let's move on from baseball. Let's talk about your main man, Dwayne Wade. What is he up to? Well, we all know Dwayne Wade is a former Miami Heat, played for the Bulls, came back to the Heat, won some championships. The fake GOAT had to come join you know, Wade just to get a ring. LeBron That's James. LeBron James, because yeah. LeBron couldn't win one by himself. Just like um, Kevin Durant. Just like Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, but Dwayne Wade already had part ownership of the Utah Jazz, and it always gets interesting when you have your baby Wade in the you know the G League and you you know fill you in. But he decided to have a little bit more of an investment and. Uh, by some team in the WNBA called the Chicago Sky Sox. So, yeah. Eh. I don't know about, I mean, do you think, I mean, they're not making money. So that's got to be a bad investment. Probably. Because the because the NBA is paying their salary. So that's probably why he bought them, because he knows that the NBA has a substantial contract to pay well, the WNBA. I mean, basically, that's what it is. I mean, unfortunately, I just don't think the WNBA is going to really... I think that it's going to be here forever, but I just don't see it to There's ever... a better chance to last than the 0 for 3 XFL. Yeah, well, I think the money's there for the WNBA because the NBA pays them. They're, the, they're kind of like... The NBA is kind of like their mob boss. So you get a lot of these guys like Dwayne Wade buying the WNBA teams. So there's always assets coming through. It'll always be there for sure because you already have everybody bitching about something in society. So yeah, that's if one. we get rid of women in the WNBA, it's it would be a shit show. And I like some of those WNBA players. You know, I mean, I always like Candace Parker. I always like that girl from. Phoenix, Deanna Rousey, or whatever, or Diana Rousey. Uh, Lisa Leslie, probably, Lisa Leslie great, the probably the greatest WNBA player of all time. Since we're talking about female sports, and this was not on the list, but we should bring it up, I'm going to talk about a great fighter, MMA fighter, the first one that took out Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm, the oh, yeah. former Marine. She got her ass kicked this weekend. Um, Surely. But she, she's, what, 35 years old, right? She is older. Yeah. But she, she lost whatever fight she did. I still like her, but she lost to some young, pretty young gun. But yeah, it was a good fight. She had to tap out. Well, yeah, I just, I think, I think the problem, I'll tell you what. This is that MMA fight thing that we talked about, though. Remember, this was a few weeks ago. I'm sorry I interrupted. Yeah. Um, We're watching baseball at the same if time. Any, if anybody... Supposedly bets on the MMA, something which I've never done. I really haven't. I won't touch boxing. I won't touch breath, whatever. But I would be worried if I was going to be a better on the NBA because they have a contract with the WWE. So is any of that stuff going to be staged? Is any of that thing going to be? I think someday it's going to be like that. I think. Well, I I know why they combine them together. Because you get people like Ronda Rousey 
who is retiring or retired like two or three years, now she can switch to the WWE. She's already there. Yeah. But I don't know. So is Brock Lesnar. Well, yeah. But I think... I think you might be going somewhere with this. You got I think. that other guy that'll probably join soon. That guy that that does that Irish whiskey that went up against M- Mac uh, Floyd. M- uh, Mac, uh, what's his name? He's an Irish guy. Mac uh, likes to throw McMahon. No, not McMahon. Yeah, well, he yeah, he's got stuff going on. What's his name? Oh, God, I can watch. I can see him do doing strunts. Back and forth. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Oh my God, we have dead air right now. Why can we not think of this right now? He does the proper 12 whiskey. Dead air right here. It's ridiculous. Uh, Conor McGregor. Kai McGregor, yes. Sorry about that, guys. That that was a lot of dead air. That's not good for any podcast. (laughs) Especially when you're starting... So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think he'll do that WWE crap because he's not really an American. He doesn't give a shit about people in their underwear throwing each other around. But but that's basically what the WWE is now. It's a bunch of these guys who are really fit, these gladiators kind of guys that, well, they're okay about throwing each other around the ropes in their underwear or their uh, or their pants. But but they're getting paid, and the fans love it. The fans know it's fake, so they don't care. I mean, think about that. The fans still watch that stuff, so why wouldn't they just keep going for it, right? If I'll tell you what. If the WWE was ever to fail, it would have failed at about around the time with uh, allegations about Hulk Hogan taking steroids, Hulk Hogan doing cocaine. Okay, so we're talking stuff like that. We're That's, taking a timeout for a second because you just brought in all the steroids and the cocaine. Yeah. What about the suspicion in the mother effing White House that cocaine was found? Good old Biden, baby. Good old <laughs> Biden. We got cocaine in the White House, and it's probably from his son. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So think about this. Yeah. Think about it. The Secret Service can't figure this out. The CIA can't figure it out. Because it's a CIA thing because cocaine is imported. <laughs> so it's a CIA. From the cartel. Yeah, from the cartel. And think about, think about this. The Mexican cartels know what they do now is that they take the cocaine from Colombia or Bolivia, wherever they get it from, and then they... Uh, spice it up with fentanyl or whatever drug that they decide to do it on. Think about if the president of the United States did do Atlantic cocaine once. And think about if there was fentanyl in it. He could have wiped him out, died instantly, right? Think about that. The Secret Service, who was supposed to protect the president and the people around him, are they? I can't even explain how they're not doing the job right. I, I mean, I don't know what this means, but I can tell you this: if you have a son who has a crack problem and he's driving down the street and he's filming himself smoking crack, you have an issue as a president. You need him to be out of there. 
I'm if this was like 30 years ago, 40 years ago, I think the CIA would have whacked him. Think about that. I 100% agree. Agree. Think about that. So since we've been talking about other stuff like women's sports and all that stuff and salaries and stuff like this, I really don't know how I came across this because I'm just randomly on my phone sometimes. Um, supposedly, they came out with this thing called uh, the average salary state by state. Well, I just, I'm not going to go through all 50 states because that's just ridiculous. Go to Michigan. But I want to go to Michigan for a second and I want to say, and I'm looking through all these numbers of the average salary, okay? And all of them are quite high. And why do we always have all this bitching about we shouldn't raise minimum wage? I mean, minimum wage is 1060. That's an effing joke, dude. Or 1075 in the state. Well, I think but how, somehow, somehow, the state of Michigan's averagely average hourly wage is twenty seven dollars and eighty eight cents. What? That's the average. So the average American in the, in in the, the state, state of Michigan, Michigan is making twenty seven dollars an hour. Uh-huh. So that's roughly sixty seventy thousand thousand a year. Well, shoot, I need to go talk to my boss. But <laughs> come on, I mean, this makes no sense. I mean. You're at, you know, almost $16, and I just got bumped up to $17. But, like, that proves that the average, that proves that you cannot survive on $10.60. I'm not sitting here fighting for me and you right now because, obviously, I'd love to have another $2, and you would love to have another $2. But no one can survive on $10.75. No, because rent's going up and interest rates have up been up for the last six months. I honestly believe seven point four percent right I now. I think every state has to have a minimum wage of at least fifteen dollars an hour. Well yeah, but the thing is is this especially with food prices now too. But the thing is is this eleven dollars a meal just to go to McDonald's for the grimace shake. Yeah. Wow, you know that. Pretty good. You go to McDonald's a lot? No. Bum bum bum. How does that go? Woo Okay, that's Rick Flair. But how's that Michigan thing? Bum bum bum. I'm loving it. Oh, there's a fart. But look, look the thing is about minimum wage is this. If it goes up, then everything else costs more. Like groceries will cost more. Gas will cost more. And that's the, that's the oxymoron about it. Could have swore the door just got knocked. Can we talk about what Roy McIlroy? Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he finally won uh, his 24th tournament. After, after he was talking about not dealing with the Saudis. Yeah, oh, and quitting just... and not being with Liv and all this stuff. So he goes out and does his magic. He makes the last two holes, hits two birdies, and wins the Scottish Open. I really like that guy. Yeah, so he's going to be the fan favorite for next week, the British Open. Oh, yeah. That's, that's going to be huge. You're going to be in uh, Detroit. For Friday. Friday? Yeah. Only Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you'll be, be back able... for Saturday and Sunday. So you're going well. That means you're going to have to get up extra early to watch that tournament for me because I'm going to be gone for work. That's what I wish. One thing about not working on the weekends or every other weekend. You're missing your golf. Yeah, well, I miss sports because that's what we're doing right now, sports talk. And so, it helps to be watching the main events. Like dun, I, dun, dun. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. But we get we get, we get get our fix. We get into it, and we get to talk about how McElroy 
I mean, he just he's a good, he got to a nice win. Let's also talk about this lovely um, Steph Curry celebrity Nevada. Um, I don't know it's if, a, when they win if it goes to a charity. It's or whatever. the American Center Centuries Championship in Nevada. And there's a lot of people that play in this. They have a lot of former stars like, you know, Mark Mulder, a former Michigan State Spartan, Oakland A's pitcher where he's wearing in Atlanta Braves. He's wearing his A's hat tonight. You have Tony Romo from the Cowboys. Sean's boyfriend. You have John Elway. You had CC Sabathia. Was he really? Yeah. Was he good? Yeah, he took, he used to be, no, he's not very good. No. CC Sabathia. Was Charles Barkley in that? I don't know. You had Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey and a few other females. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, there's huh. a lot of people in it. Yeah. But um, the natural athlete that I think he could even pick up a cricket, a cricket stick and probably hit a home run or pick up a bowling ball or go play rugby or, you know, whatever. Steph Curry. Yeah, Steph Curry. Play tennis. Like, I don't, I don't know. This guy's yeah, got natural talent, dude. Well, I think he's a really disciplined person. I think when he has to, well, when he wants to learn how to do something, he does it great. So here's the crazy thing. Like Mahomes would be like that. Before we talk about even who won this match, we need to go to Saturday. And and, and this would have put the, the cake on the thing. And even if he would have played like dog shit the rest of the tournament and took last place. Yeah. Curry hit a hole-in-one from 159 yards, par three. Mm-hmm. I think it was hole 15. Yeah. And that alone. And then if you just fell off the face of the earth, who cares? You were the only one that had the hole in one. Yeah. But going into the last few holes, it was back and forth with this one guy. I don't remember his name. Flat, that began with an F. Fisher. Fisher. Fisher yeah. Oh. Fisher was in the lead. Excuse me. Mexico just scored. At the 87th minute. And over almost, versus Panama. Yeah, and uh, just took a home run away. Wow, look at that! And then we're still. I mean, if you are listening to this, this is going to be live. We're watching live sports, so you're not. This is going to be from the night before. Yeah. So. But anyway. Um, yeah, Curry. Curry, last hole. Um, it was neck and neck. I think he was down. I think he was down two points, and. Or maybe he was even down three because they said he won by two. Yeah. And you get the way it works is if you get a double bogey, you lose two stroke, two points. Yep. If you get a bogey, it's zero. If I think I think when you get a par is zero. No. If you get no, a par bo- is bogey, uh, par par is, is plus one, one or two points. Okay. A birdie is three. An eagle is an eagle five. is four or five. Four, four or five. So yeah. anyway, he had a chance to hit an eagle. On the last hole to win by one or two strokes, he hits the eagle and goes nuts, and he wins the tournament. And it's the first time since the year 2000 that an active sport athlete has won the celebrity match. There you go. That's pretty awesome. And then he ran and kissed his wife, and he picked up his wonderful child. <laughs> Is that really necessary? No, nobody cares. <laughs> no one cares. No one cares he's got money and got a beautiful wife, unless you're jealous. But you know what? But Curry's just a good person. He is. A, he's a nice kid. He looks like a kid. I still think it's fun. It's not 90 like LeBron. 
Oh yeah, LeBron's a little crybaby. He's a one dimension. He's a one dimensional player. That means dunking and more dunking and flopping. Well, then he's a two dimensional player, flopping and dunking. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be so mean. Oh, speaking of Mr. LeBron James, he's he's gone back to number twenty three because the league has decided to retire number six of the great Bill Russell. They died. That's why LeBron changed his number back to 23. Yep. Because the NBA has kind of forced them into anyways. Anyways, I don't even think LeBron should have number 23 because that's Michael Jordan's num- number. It should be like, Michael. Uh, he should be zero. <laughs> you think so? Zero is a good well, number. If you retire 23, you better retire 24 for Kobe. Yeah, but I think it's going, I think one thing, I think it's going to take a lifetime to retire Kobe's number. Just because they haven't retired Michael Jordan's number yet. True. So I think, well, they'll they'll retire Michael Jordan's number when he dies. They won't do it when he's alive. So I don't, so that is that. I mean, and and they always do that anyways. They don't wait till the guy is about to die. Or wow. retire, they wait till he dies. So, but for baseball, it's a little different. Well, Jackie Robinson's number is the only number that's retired completely. Yeah, and they only wear that on Jackie Robinson Day. Yeah, so that's just April something. April one, I think. I don't know. Something like that, which is kind of usually ends up come coming a couple. Day. I think it actually comes a couple days before tax day, right? Usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So there you go, Mr. Bill Russell. What a way to uh, to honor you in 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 every way possible. Let's talk about one more thing before we leave. Now, it looks like Messier has entered the states officially. He is his team is called the Enter Miami a Miami Enter. Is I think the. The enter I N T E R is still associated with that European soccer team, but the Miami thing is it's in the states. Here's the deal, well, he let me tell you this: he's going to own part of that team. He's going to own part of the assets of the actual Adidas account. So anything that they sell of of his jersey or anything in that premises. He's going to get paid for that. He's going to own a percentage of Adidas because of this. And there was talk that he was going to go into the Saudi League, and he did not do that. And I think Rolando is part of that Saudi Soccer League. But Messier took the turn and said, I want to play in the States, which is amazing to think about this. This guy is probably still... In his prime, almost maybe going towards down his prime, but the fact that he's no longer going to play for a European league and coming to the United States to to play a a sport that ninety five percent Americans don't care about. The only thing that Americans care about is soccer is what women's soccer, women's World Cup, and they didn't even give a crap when David Beckham came back in the day, and Beckham was good over in England. Yeah, I you mean, care about the LA Galaxy? No one gave a shit. No, I mean, look, Beckham was far from his greatness, and he was much more of a setup guy. Do you think Beckham or Messier is better? 
Oh, Messi is 100 times better. Messi well, can score. What about score. that other foreigner that was Rolando? Yeah. Eh, you know what? You could uh, flip a coin and... Between Messi and Rolando. Yeah, you could flip a coin and you could just, you just have 50-50. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like would compare who's better Larry Bird or Matt or Magic Johnson. Like I could not name, so like you brought up, everybody truly cares about female soccer. Like I can name Megan Rapoport, Alex Morgan, Trini Rodman, um, Carly Lloyd, and then if you ask me how many men's soccer players there are, the only person I can name is Howard, and he was the goalie. I can go back to Hope Solo. I mean, I can name eight players, and I can name one for the the men's. Yeah, and I think it's because the American American men suck. Other than the one well, they know. well they the I men think are not good. They always they're terrible. Well, they just don't. I mean, we just don't send our greatest athletes. Think about this: in order for us to be that good, we would have to have all these athletes in college, in high school, who are becoming pros in the next five years in their sport, just play soccer. So think about this. Think about that 40 years ago, Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird would all be playing soccer instead of baseball, instead of basketball. Am I right? Yes. Think about even the baseball players 20 or 30 years ago. I mean, that's what it would take for America to be that good. But, again, the problem with soccer is that there's the offside rules, there is no, there's just not a lot of scoring. There just isn't enough scoring. Americans need to be entertained by a lot of points. And, like, look at baseball right now. Look at this game we're watching. It's like 9-2. to two? No, it's 7-5, but that's not as seven, bad as five. that crate. This is the same two teams that played last night, and the final score was 13-12. Yeah, so, so even this much scoring from baseball is a bit obnoxious because – you don't. I mean, the pitching isn't that good anymore. But the, twelve is almost a football score. Yeah, it really is. It really is. So there you have it, folks. We're going to shut this thing down because it's getting late and uh, we have to get up in the morning at like five, five ten, because we got to be out of here at five forty to be at six. Yep, time to go work. So pay the bill. So yeah, you think I pay the bills? So Sean is staying on my food time. My yeah, duck. I want to know why, because my ducks are not absolutely in a row. I don't even know where some of them are, and I'm pretty sure one of them is a fucking pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know what that means. Trying to work on that one. <laughs> yeah, so there you go, folks, the philosophy of us. Oh, yeah, what is that? A falling duck. Falling duck. Oh, wow, there's a new there's a emoji of a falling duck. So, thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre Podcast, y'all, folks. Love you. Thank you for listening. Buzzsprout, thank you for distributing my uh, podcast to the world. Uh, thank you, Apple. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you for all the other uh, uh, platforms out there who are uh, throwing my podcast to everyone. And uh, thanks, Sean, for showing up again. Well, you kind of have to show up. So... Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I I gotta go. I just burned him. <laughs> <laughs>